Sometimes doing adult things is hard. And one of the hardest parts of being an adult, I find, is managing money, paying bills, doing it on time, logging in, figuring out who needs what and what needs when. And wait a minute, did I do that already? There's so many moving pieces that actually really, really matter. I mean, if we don't pay bills, we don't have food, we don't have electricity, we can't wash clothes. Like these are real necessities in life. And it's probably one of the number one things that most of us avoid. So how do you make it better? You make it better with a system. Of course, a budgeting system is going to take you from where you are now struggling to get your bills paid on time, struggling to communicate effectively about your finances with your spouse, or even simply just understand the overall health and well being of your finances. That's why inside of today's episode, I'm going to be giving you three tips to create a budgeting system that you can actually stick to and will help you pay your bills on time. What do you say? Let's go ahead and dive into all three of those steps inside of today's episode. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me. And this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships banging organization and time management strategies, and a rock-solid plan for our personal well-being with functional systems to those problems we all go through. Girl, if you feel like you're watching life go by from a window on the Hot Mess Express, then it's time to roll up your sleeves, dig in, and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence. Okay, off topic from budgeting and all things money finance systems, I want to tell you that for those of you that have not were thinking about it, but did not join us inside of the VIP student community for Systemize Your Life. We have a really fun event coming up inside of our student community, student community only. We are doing a community-wide escape challenge. So this means when you are inside of our VIP community, which is what used to be the Systemize Your Life Academy. Our VIP community is the Systemize Your Life Academy. It is pretty much uh the same hand in hand thing that we used to have. And the reason why it is now called the VIP community is because we also have a DIY option for people now that are like, you know what, I just want to get my hand on the systems. And I want to be able to do that at a little bit of a lower price point, I was able to make a few changes and make sure that that was also an option for people. But for those of you who are like, no, I need all things community. And I want to be a part of your VIP. I want systemize your life and systemize your biz together. I want all those amazing bonuses. Then systemize your life next week is a place that you absolutely are going to want to be. We are going to be starting our escape challenge, which means we are having a ton of fun decluttering together as a community. And I really do reserve this for my students because this is something that we all look forward to twice a year. I do it with my students. I do it with my team. We all pitch in and it's really like, you know, that community garage sale feeling where it's like, yeah, everybody's doing it. It's that kind of fun. Like 
everyone's posting pictures of what they're getting rid of. It gives you so much enthusiasm and like this real swift kick in the bum to finally get motivated to do something because everyone's sharing and having fun. And there's also prizes. We make it a really good time. And so I just wanted to let you know that if you truly are struggling in your home with the amount of clutter and you want a simple, straightforward system that's not confusing, not complicated, and you want some really good friends to go through the process with you, then please go over to chelseajoe.co backslash S-Y-L for Systemize Your Life and hop into the VIP community and do this with us. Escape Challenge is happening next week. And I used to not mention it here on the podcast and everyone was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sad. I missed it. And I'm like, oh shoot, I should probably tell people that this is going on. So if you are sitting on the fence and you're like, ah, I should really do this. This is a really fun time to come into our community. Our students get pumped up and so do I. And it's a great time to get to know each other and get to know all of the other students who are systemizing their life and their biz and decluttering their home just like you want to be. So again, that's chelseajoe.co backslash S-Y-L for you to sneak in and get started on decluttering with us. And the last thing I'll say about that is when you become a student in Systemize Your Life or Systemize Your Biz, both of them are four-week journeys. I have them set up to be a four-week journey, and the escape method is something that you do and get on top of that. It's like this extra bonus, this extra win where you're like, okay, I can get all your systems, but guess what? I need to declutter. Cool. Let's press pause on the systemizing while we go through and get rid of all of the crud so that when we put a system in place, it can actually stick, it can actually work for us. So that is what we are going to be doing. And I wanted to invite you to come and do it with us. Now, what are we going to be talking about today? Um, Budgeting. Oh my gosh, you guys. Tell me if you love this. Do you love this? Do you love managing your bills? Are you the person in the house that does this? I... I want to say I'm not. And if you listen to like some of the really early on episodes, I think I talked a lot about how I'm like not the person that does this at all. That Blaine does all of it. And he does ish, but I've never been one to like be completely hands off of anything. And, and I don't really ever want Blaine to be completely hands off of anything. That's why we have the approach that we have with creating systems and really being a team and understanding what everyone needs in the house, because it's just like, in my opinion, it's really not good, especially when it comes to finances to have anyone completely in the dark. I think that can lead to, uh, problems in a lot of different ways. And so Blaine and I went through the ringer. If I am just going to be real frank, when, we got together, even though we had the best intentions and we're super aligned on money. It was like when we were dating, it was like one of his interview questions. Um, Blaine very much was interviewing for marriage, basically. I mean, his courtship was serious and that's what I loved about him. And it was the same for me, right? And I hadn't always approached it like that. And so it was really refreshing. And that was one of the conversations that we had in depth And even though I was like, oh, heck yeah, like, this is totally what I'm on board with. This is really aligned with what I believe and what I want to do and how I would love to be managing my money. And it sounds, you know, like super awesome. (laughs) Reality came and like, it's so much harder than that. The actual act. and, And it was, it was, it was a shock for him too, because he had gone from managing money for just himself 
being single and not having children's to like bleed you dry to having two children and a wife to bleed you dry. <laughs> I mean, you know, I've always worked and I contribute, but my target spending habits, no, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm super frugal, but the truth of the matter is, is that there's a lot to navigate. A lot of people need a lot of things and food costs a lot of money and gas costs a lot of money and just like everything costs money. Duh. But like, you don't really realize it until money's coming in and money's coming out and money's coming in and money's coming out and you just lose sight of it. And then all of a sudden you're just being really, really, really responsive to the negative side, right? It's a reactionary type of management and you're drowning and you're getting late fees and things are bouncing, if that's still even the word that they use. It's not a checkbook. We don't do that anymore. You're getting overdraft fees, right? Um, and it's frustrating and you're constantly trying to move money around and it's just not the way that you want it to be. And maybe you're not on the paycheck to paycheck end of things. Maybe you're just simply, <laughs> it has nothing to do with whether or not you have the money. It's just true ignorance. Like, zero systems, zero attention to detail. And you're so busy that it's like the last thing on your list. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about some really incredible places that you can start some things that you really can be looking at in order to find something that works for you that you can actually stick with because there's nothing worse. I'm sure you've tried this 500 times. We tried it so many times. And once we found something that sticks, like we will never go back. In the last episode, last two episodes, I talked about how during our move, the budgeting system was one of the systems that we didn't maintain, but it was only for like two weeks. And that alone was like enough for us. That was like a long period of time. And when I say it wasn't being managed or it wasn't being upheld, the system wasn't in place. It was just simply like we didn't do the touch points that we were supposed to do, but everything else was being maintained, right? There's a, so much automation that we have in place when it comes to our budgeting system. There's, there's just a lot of relief possible. There's so many options out there and it can be really overwhelming. And so I want to simplify this for you so that you can pay your bills on time and even be ahead of the game and it not have to be something that stresses you out. So let's look at the first tip. Number one is to have a budgeting meeting. You can do this by yourself if you feel like that is the best option, or you can do this with your spouse. I highly encourage you to do this with your spouse Blaine and I had multiple budgeting meetings that didn't go well. They were hard. There were arguments. I mean, it's what it is and it had to happen. And we had to grow and we had to mature and we had to learn to communicate and we had to learn to be patient. We had to learn to take turns. We had to learn to be respectful. We had to learn to compromise. And without one budgeting meeting after another, after another, after another, after another, after another, after another, we wouldn't be where we are now. Our budgeting meetings are amazing now. So the only reason that I ever tell people, hey, do this budgeting meeting by yourself is A, you're either single or B, you feel like it is best for you to present a fully 
conceptualized idea to your spouse instead of brainstorming together because you know him that way and he's like oh yeah sure I'd rather you go put that together and then come and like present it to me and show me what you're thinking instead of hashing it all out together there's no right or wrong answer for that I just know that making sure that each spouse is involved is what needs to happen so if you're the person that is completely not in charge of finances and you want to do this great take it to them. If you are the person that's completely in charge of finances and you want to do this, great, take it to him, right? I never wanted to be involved. I was like, I don't want anything to do with this, but I just still wanted to know a little bit. I wanted to understand how things worked. I didn't necessarily want to be the one that was responsible for it. And that was something that we worked out and you're going to have to work that out. Your budgeting meeting is literally there so that you can flush out all of your due dates and what the totals are on all of your bills. How many bills are you paying? What is actually due every month? What is coming out? All of the automated things that you just signed up for and put your credit card number in your little autofill phone. Like what's happening over there? How many iTunes charges are you actually getting? And why is it costing you $55 a month for iTunes or for whatever that is that comes on Apple? (laughs) and Android. And you're like, what is this? And you don't even have time to look into it. So you just keep paying it. Like this is what the budgeting meeting is for. Figure out what your passwords are. Figure out what your login information is. Consolidate all of this. Really, truly hash out like what are, and if, and if all you do is get through factual tasks and, and literally capturing data, great. But if you can go a step further and you can talk about goals You can talk about what's not working. You can talk about what is working. That's even better. Writing all of this down. This is why Blaine and I go on a marriage retreat. (laughs) We used multiple marriage retreats just to square away our budgeting system. I've told this story here on the podcast before, but one of our marriage retreats, we literally went with the one and only intention to solidify our budgeting system. And we did, and we worked darn hard, and we had to scrap together so many different babysitters to make it work. And we got out of the house for like two and a half days or two, probably 48 hours in total. And we got home and he forgot to save it on his computer. He was using um, like the Apple programs, you know, he was using Sheets and he forgot to save it and we lost everything. We lost literally almost 50 hours of work and it was devastating. But what ended up happening was something was reborn out of that. That is now what I teach to my students. And it's the most incredible thing that we ever created. And so we're so grateful that that happened. It was frustrating at first, but that was our intention. And we've been really serious about this because I know that money is one of the number one reasons why people get divorced And I refuse to let that be a factor in my family and in my marriage. And I think that every single marriage at some point or another feels pain and pressure of finances, whether it's having too much money and what that does to your family or not having enough or just somewhere in between. So having this budgeting meeting is really non-negotiable. Okay, here is tip Number two, establish your tracking system. 
if you don't have a tracking system in place for your money, there's no possible way to have a system. You're keeping it in your head. You're keeping it in your inbox. You're keeping it in text messages like, oh yeah, reply this. Oh yeah, you just paid your bill. Cool. But where are you actually tracking all of this information? That is what you need to do after you've had your budgeting meeting is establish a tracking system. There's so many different platforms that have this already done and we've tried all of them. I've done Mint. I've done every dollar. We have done paper envelopes and then we went to a spreadsheet and it's a spreadsheet that I created that's absolutely incredible and you can create one too. Um, It's very, very simple. You can make it as fancy or as easy as you want. I have a very, very specific method for doing this. I have a budgeting spreadsheet that allows us to see how much money for a fact we know down to the penny where every single percent and every single dime of our money is going every single time we get paid. And so we're able to track this so down into the nitty gritty. There's never any question about any of it. Well, what about this? Well, how much money do we need here? Well, should we should we have more money for, you know, paying out for vacations or paying out for the kids allowances or paying out for your spending or paying out for my spending? Like, where does all of it go? We have that. It's just like set and established and there's never a question about it. And then when it comes to paying the actual bills, that's the simplest part of this whole thing. That is all 100% automated and the tracking sheet keeps track of how much money needs to be given to bills and how much money is left over. And then how do you allocate for all of those other things that are what we like to call discretionary income where and spending where it's like you have to pay bills and then what money do you have left over? And then what are you going to do with that money? How are you going to budget that money? How do you know that you're going to have enough money for groceries and for gas? Those things that you actually can control, yes, you have to buy them and you have to spend money on them. But how do you actually know that the money's going to be there? And who gets to say, oh, yeah, I want to go play $200 worth of golf? Or, hey, I want to go get my hair, my nails done for 200 bucks. Like, who gets what and how do you know? It's just all of these decisions that you should not be wasting your time with at all. It shouldn't be in your head. You shouldn't be thinking about it. You shouldn't, you should not be carrying this and and neither should your spouse. This should be a mute point. It's something that you can establish with a tracking system and it literally does all of the work for you. So of course, you can go look into Mint, you can go look into every dollar, you can do the paper envelope system, like we went through all of Dave Ramsey stuff, my husband was a huge Dave Ramsey advocate when we got married, and I was super curious about it, so we did that for a while, Um, it definitely works, it's just really tedious, and so um, I put a couple things together and ended up with my own tracking sheet, which if you do end up joining Systemize Your Life, you get access to all of that with a video that shows you how to set everything up. It's extremely detailed and um, the formulas are already filled in. It teaches you how to use it. And in my honest opinion, there is a decent amount of work in the front end to set up 
this system and then it's super automated from there on out. And we found it really, really much easier, I would say, um, way more efficient and effective than using Mint and every dollar. There was a lot of, there were a lot of ways to cheat those systems that didn't allow us that, well, I should say that actually did allow us to fail over and over and over and over again. We didn't have as much success with that because it wasn't really controlling our bad habits and taking away the ability to spend money and to pay bills late. All, all those things that you really want to have in place can happen with a really good system and a, and a tracking sheet or a spreadsheet or whatever it is that you want to have in place is totally up to you. Go do some research, look at it, or you can just come over and you can get access to mine if you want to. Um, it's definitely one of the things that I am most proud of that Blaine and I have really ever accomplished together. And we are super excited to share it with all of the families that decides to come in and learn, um, from System Measure Life. Here's the third tip is to set up a weekly finance task. So you can call this a meeting, you can call it whatever you want. And Blaine and I now are having finance meetings like once a quarter um, and sometimes once a month, sometimes once every six months. It really depends on what we have going on. Obviously, when big financial changes happen, then we meet more regularly. So this is not a meeting per se to go back and review what you established in that initial meeting. You may have to have meetings more often, but right now all you need to do is just have one meeting and then you can figure out the rest of that later on down the road. What you need to do though, and this is the third tip, is to establish that weekly finance task. And again, if you want to call it a meeting, you can, but I'm calling this a task for a very specific reason because it's something that has to be done every single week. And the task is to go in and make sure that all of the money is where it's supposed to be. You're just double checking that your automations worked because this is not something we can play with. This is not something that you just want to neglect and mess around with. Ask my 18-year-old self. She will tell you what happens when you don't pay your car payment for a long time. Like you just can't mess around with these things. And the pressure of remembering all of that without it being automated is just another stupid thing that you shouldn't be bearing the burden of right now. So if you set it up to be an automated task that you know you show up to every single, I don't know, Friday, every single Saturday, whatever day you want to do your finance task, that's great. So we just show up, we check off the boxes, we know exactly what's supposed to be done is very straightforward. We open up the sheet, we open up the bank accounts. We're basically just checking to make sure that everything is exactly where it's supposed to be. And that's it. You really need to make sure that everything's at your fingertips here. I don't want you going and searching for bills, for actual paperwork, for emails, trying to figure out what passwords are, trying to figure out what due dates are, trying to figure out when the next paycheck is going to come in, trying to figure out if money needs to be moved around. Like you shouldn't be thinking about any of that ever again. And if any of those things are happening to you right now, I encourage you to go back and listen to every single one of these steps and figure out, okay, have I done this step? If you have never had that budgeting meeting, it's time to do it. It's time to sit down and flush this out. That should be your very next step. 
if you feel like, oh yeah, no, we've done that. It's just the actual like tracking system. I don't know where to put that. I don't know what to do. Okay, well then that's your next step. And if you have done those two things and you're like, man, something's still not driving, then it's because you're not keeping up with that every single week. And you just need to automate that task inside of your time blocks within a routine stack. And then you will be golden. All right. I hope that this encourages you. It lights you up and it excites you as much as it does me. Again, we would love to see you over inside of Systemize Your Life. Feel free to pop over into the DMs. You can even email us if you have any questions. And you can also get tons of details over at chelseajoe.co backslash S-Y-L. It should answer pretty much every question that you may or may not have. And yes, you will get access to the budgeting template. And yes, you will be able to join us for the escape challenge that is going down in a week. All right, I will meet you back here real soon for another episode on the Systemize Your Life podcast. Hey, before you go, If today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please head over to iTunes, subscribe, then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me, and post it in your stories. What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other and ourselves? I'll look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram. Until next time on Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe.